your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Okay, guys. So we are back with another fantastic interview. And today my guest is Layla Hinchin. Layla, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, guys. Um, So I'm based in Essex in the UK. I I started in beauty originally. That was around 17 years ago. And then I'm just coming up to seven years as a PMU artist. Um, We run a training academy and a clinic. And then I also run the PMU Circle Pro, which is the online platform for permanent makeup artists. Now, you must have started when you were two because you look so good. (laughs) I'm like, what? 17 years. That's awesome. So, so good. Yes. And so take us back when you first were getting introduced to permanent makeup or what made you want to get into the industry? It was, I watched it at one of the beauty shows. Um, it just fascinated me, to be honest. And then I went and had my brows done with an artist locally. And I was just like, I have to offer this. I have to do it. So within about a month, I'd booked my training and I was like raring to go with it. Um, I guess being in beauty for so long, I got a little bit complacent. But being a PMU artist, I just don't think you ever get complacent. Like there's always so much more to learn. It's it's just a constant challenge. So I think that's just why I love it so much. Yeah. There's so much of the artistry that goes into it. I would yeah. say it's it's the art and then the science. So your brain is always stimulated. And of course, we have all of these new techniques that are constantly coming out and ways that we can do it better. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And so then tell us a little bit about your journey of, you know, starting your business, any struggles or how did that go for you? <laughs> Loads of struggles. <laughs> yes. uh, it definitely wasn't as easy as I, as I thought it was going to be when I trained. I mean, I had good training. I trained with one of the most reputable companies in the UK. Um, I guess it was just probably trying to not be so hard on myself and I feel like we compare ourselves to other artists at a very very early stage where they are kind of years ahead of us uh, so it can be quite difficult in that sense but I kind of, I guess there was a lot of moments where I just you know you get that difficult skin or it's not holding and people are coming back time and time again um, and I just sort of think to myself I can't do this but I'm, um, I have a very stubborn personality, so <laughs> I'd go and do more training, more training, more training. Just don't give up, but I just absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And for anybody that's feeling that right now, I mean, it's so easy to, especially with Instagram, I mean, yeah. when I started, we didn't even have any of that, and so to see other people's work. And then 
plus all of the filters. So you don't even know a hundred percent, but I mean, there is so much talent out there, but definitely you can't compare. I always, there's a quote and I didn't come up with it, but somebody says you can't compare your chapter two to somebody's chapter 22 or somebody's chapter 200, right? Like they are further along in their journey. So be kind to yourself. So yeah. People, you know, like it's really good. Like six months and a year later, I look back at your old work and you will just see how much you have improved over the months. It's really nice to look back and you can kind of then see like when you're comparing to other people that are already years ahead, that you're getting there. Um, I always say to my students as well, like, don't kind of judge your work against everyone's shiny, glossy Instagram photos because it's important to remember that we only post our best work. If, if an artist has a difficult skin and the treatment's not photo worthy, we don't post it, but it doesn't mean that we're not doing them. Um, so it's really important to know that. Yeah. I remember in the early days, I never wanted to post any of the photos. I would look at each one and I'd say, oh, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And other people would be like, that's amazing. Yeah. And so even if you feel like, you know, it's not what you see out there because you are comparing, you got to post it because that's how you'll get clients and so forth. Yeah. And yeah. we're the most self-critical, aren't we, of our own work. We see things that no one else is going to see. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And so other than that sheer determination, was there something else that was driving you? Like what kept you going? I think it's just my passion for PMU. Like, so I'm in my element when I'm in that clinic tattooing. Um, I know I teach now when obviously with lockdown, we're, we're closed at the minute, but I really miss it when I'm not tattooing. Like if I've had a whole week of teaching, I can't wait to just get on a client. Um, and it is, it's that, that feeling you get when you're finished and you're like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, and also when you hand them the mirror and they're like, you're brilliant. And you're like, okay, if you say so, (laughs) you know, so it makes you feel good that they're feeling good. And was there a time that you were like, I've got this now? Like, where was that turning point where you were like, can you think of a time like there was a client or a moment where you were just like, I feel like I've really, I've nailed this and your confidence came or anything? you get it and then you lose it again and then you get it because it's it's you know like we're never working on the same canvas are we so you get them treatments that you fly through them everything goes perfectly and then you get that difficult client in and you struggle and it brings you back down to earth a little bit um yes I'd probably say I was a good two years in before I really did feel confident in everything that I was doing um and I remember I did get a little bit complacent at one point because I, I got to that point where I thought yeah I know it all you get that guy and it brings you back down again and you're like oh okay actually I don't know it all <laughs> yeah and then do you have a favorite procedure do you have like your favorite one that you love to do what is that machine strokes my yeah my love I love doing hair strokes okay so then we're going to ask you all the details <laughs> favorite machine needle and pigment go so favourite machine is the Vahala. Uh, I pretty much use it for all of my treatments now. It's probably the most versatile machine. You can literally pick it up for anything. You've got to have a look at it. It's literally the best machine. They're in um, they're in America, actually, Axis who make it. Um, I love Air. I use that a lot. That was my machine before I discovered the Vahala, actually. Oh, um, okay. 
<laughs> like I need another machine. If you know how many machines I have, I mean. I'm a sucker for a machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Okay. And then needle. Needle. So it's hair show is always a 1RL. Um, I do prefer the long tapers. Um, my main needles that I'm using at the minute are the Quill um, or the Vertex. I just I love the Vertex needles. So yeah, for hair stripes, they're my two. And then the Micro PMU Acupunctures are, what I te- are my go-to needle for all my shading work. Okay. All right. And favorite, do you have a favorite pigment color or any of that? Uh, Golden Eye Color Essence range is my favorite at the minute. Yeah. And you have to add that at the minute. At the minute. I know. I change so much. <laughs> and Monica Avani's as well, her range by LI, just beautiful for hair stroke work. Yeah. Well, the good news is I was just doing my taxes and I'm not sure how it is in the UK, but in the US, of course, all of that is a write-off when you first buy it because of the expenses, but also it's a write-off year after year as it depreciates. So. Yes. Thank goodness, because I got too much. I can't stop myself from buying it sometimes. But okay, awesome. I don't think I really make a profit, to be fair, because I spend it all on (laughs) equipment and pigments. All the toys, all the toys. Yeah. So that's so good. So the hair stroke eyebrows is your favorite. Yeah, definitely. And eyeliner. I love eyeliners. Yeah. Is there a favorite thing to teach? Um, Probably hair strokes again. I think because that's my favorite thing to do. So I love teaching it. And I find it's probably the one that most people struggle with when they do machine strokes or they convert from blading to machine. Um, So, yeah, I really enjoy kind of sharing all of my tips on that one. Yeah. I've done so many training in hair strokes. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think, what would you say, like, what do you wish you knew when you were first starting? Like, or the advice that you would give to those new artists? Um, I'd probably say be patient. I'm a very impatient person and I like to know everything immediately, but it's just not possible. I mean, I'm seven years in now and I'm still learning. Um, So yeah, just be patient with it. And I'd probably say my biggest tip would be to have confidence to kind of take control of the appointment. Um, When I first started, I had quite a lot of quite strong characters as clients and they'd kind of lead the appointment, tell me how to shape their brows and what colour they was having. And then I'd finish the treatment and I'm not happy with them. So I think it's having that confidence to say, you know, no, (laughs) Um, I am the trained professional. And if need be, I mean, I've got to the point now where I'm, I'm quite happy to turn clients away if we can't yeah. come to an agreement. But I think when you're quite new into the industry, it's having that confidence to kind of put your foot down a little bit with them. Yeah. And well, and in the beginning, you just want any warm body. You're like, okay, you're breathing. I'll take you. <laughs> you have skin. Come on in. <laughs> You have a face. Let's do this. Uh, it's so funny that you say seven years and you're still learning because I, I, I've traveled a bit and I went to Japan one year and I was doing a tea ceremony, which you get all dressed up in the kimono and everything for the tea. Ceremony. And I didn't realize like how prestigious this, this event is and how serious it was, which was probably not right for me. I should had no business <laughs> being there, especially with my friends and we're cracking on. But anyways as the woman is doing the tea ceremony, the matcha tea and so forth. And there's a special way she does it. And you have to turn the bowl so many times. And we were like, wow, this is amazing. We ask her, you know, how long have you been doing this? And she says, I'm still a student. I've only been doing this 15 years. Wow. (laughs) 
And like, I think it's like 30 years to get out of being a student and then you start to be, you know, a master. And it was like, if I could tell you like all of the precision for this Japanese tea ceremony of how everything had to be just so, and there was a, you know, a point that she did. And I thought, wow, that just, so many times we just want to be good at it right away. And she was like, okay with, I'm still a student. It's only been 15 years. I'm late. (laughs) I know, I know. So it was a good teaching moment. Yeah. So what do you think in the beginning helped you get clients? Because I think, you know, that's what artists always say, oh, at the beginning, I just need clients. So did you have something that helped you get your name out or what did you do to get clients? I think I was lucky in the sense that I already had an established beauty business. Um, so it's like they kind of already trusted me before I'd even trained or they'd seen my work. So a lot of them clients I kind of got in. But doing model posts on social media worked amazing for me, just kind of saying to people, you know, I'd say like I've got five model spaces at a discounted rate for a specific treatment. And if I got 15 people book, I'd do the 15 um, just to get the experience, build my portfolio. But social media, definitely. And then word of mouth or like refer a friend, kind of, you know, get your friend in and I'll give you both a discount. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Is that still working for you now? Do you still do that now? We don't really do it anymore, to be honest. Um, I guess over the years, our reputation has built. I've took on... Um, another artist now that works for me as well. Um, my diary is pretty chocker, but if we do have a quiet moment, or even like even now though, if I go on a training course now and I learn a new technique, I do that model post instantly, um, and it just works so well. And if I learn something new, I like to make sure I do it, do quite a lot of it um, straight away. Otherwise, I forget things. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So now I'm going to put you on the spot. You knew this was going to come. (laughs) No pressure. And just to think of a story where you kind of overcame like self-doubt or fear, or maybe things didn't go the way you thought it would go. Just a a moment where, you know. There was, I I was doing a lip treatment. I was quite new, maybe, I don't know, a few months in. And the pigment just wasn't implanting and I was literally sweating. <laughs> like <laughs> you could feel like there's just sweat running off me. And I guess I was kind of just in panic mode, like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, but I remember my trainer always said to me, like, if something's not, and it's what I always pass on to my students now, if something's not going right, you need to change something. So just stop your machine and just take a second to think. Otherwise, we just keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So I just said to my client, do you mind? I just really need to grab a glass of water. Took my gloves off, turned my machine off. And I was like, oh. Um, But I did. I kind of just took a step back and thought, right, okay, I need to change something. What should I change? So I actually come in. I slowed my machine down, switched to a bigger needle. And then the color went in and I could breathe. Um, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Like, and you just keep doing it. So definitely, one of my biggest tips in my beginners, just turn your machine off, stop and just think. Yes. Yeah. And I, Layla, I love that so much for so many reasons. One, because I think, first of all, I love, I don't want to forget this little nugget that you just threw in right there that 
you know, sometimes things are not working for us and we just think, oh, I'll just do more of that, you know, and that could be with marketing. You think like, oh, I'm not getting any clients. I just need to post more, but your posts are not getting out there, right? Like, or they're not intriguing or they're not showing the value or, you know, so more of the same is not going to, you know, I use the example, like if you needed to, you know, drive North and you started driving South, you're never going to reach your destination. Doesn't even matter if you drive faster, (laughs) you know, you're still not going to get there. So I love that. Like take a moment. And I think when you're new, you're so afraid to stop because you're like, what if they find out I'm not good? Or what if they find out what you think, right? You think, what if they find out that I'm really just learning this or I'm really just, you know, (laughs) you know, we all have that. I call it imposter syndrome where we're like, oh my gosh, what if I get, you know, discovered that I'm not what I say I am. But, but you just that you said, listen, I need a glass of water or Or I need to remove myself from the situation so that I can just kind of try and refocus because you're in such a panic, but you're scared to show your client that you're panicking. Or even I need to fix my machine or I need to reposition, like just to take or anything. Yeah. Yes. Good. So guys, that's permission to say you take a moment and stop. Because I think that one of the things that I always say, it's like the little mean girl in our head, the little voice we hear that is like, not so kind. That's like, what are you doing? It's not working. The pig is, and it just, and your heart starts to race even more. And so it all just builds. And it's funny how those stories will just stick with you, right? I feel the sweat running down my back because <laughs> I was just in such a mess inside trying to like be calm on the outside. <laughs> yeah, you finish, you hand her the mirror. She looks at you, you're like all wet. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I've had some moments where I'm just like, this is just not working. I had a machine break in the middle of a procedure And, you know, I always have backup machines, but I've had like the power source go out. I was actually one time in New York City, the power went out. Oh, no. For the city. It wasn't just my building. The power went out for the city. I had just done one brow. (laughs) I literally, this is a true story. I literally had one of those minor like headlamps. Yes. And, but that was, let me just tell you, that was before those were even popular. So I don't know why I even had one of those, but I did. And, you know, it's a little battery that's in there and I pulled out a hand tool and this was before microblading even. So it it was a soft tap, little hand tool, pulled that out and finished the other brow. Now they weren't exactly the same, I will say. (laughs) That's the good thing. Yeah, with the um, the battery pack machines. Yes. Well, we yeah, we didn't have that. If you know, if we ever had a power cut, I've got that, and I've got my head torches back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was like I want to say it was two thousand and like twelve or thirteen or something like that. It was like so we didn't have that, but and the brows. To be honest, the brows did not look the same. But at least she wasn't leaving with one dark brow and one light brow. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the things, the stories. I went into labor when I was in the middle of tattooing someone's brows. <laughs> well, it's funny because I actually, when I was, I was still doing clients when I was pregnant I was, and I had twins. So my belly was out to here and I was trying to work on the side of them. Um, I worked up to a month before I, you know, gave um, birth. Yeah. Or had to deliver them. So, <laughs> The things we do. Yeah, so good. 
So what do you think, like, do you see any predictions for our industry, any trends or, you know, things that you see happening on the horizon that you're looking forward to? I've definitely seen a huge shift in training with the online world now. Um, And obviously with COVID and lockdowns, I guess we've been forced to, but I do see that kind of stay in. I don't see the online training going, even when we are kind of back to normal. And I'm actually quite excited by it. I think it does open up a lot of lot of new opportunities. It'll never replace in salon training um, because obviously you need to do clients and you need hands on. But even for masterclasses and mentoring and that side of it, yeah, I think it's going to be a big part of the industry now. Yeah. And yeah, and there's nothing that will replace like somebody like looking over your shoulder and saying, oh, you're tilting or you're look at your pressure, look at your stretch or, you know, really like critiquing what you do. But definitely there's so much that can be learned just in it's kind of like when we go to a conference, right? Each time you go to a conference, you pick up like this gem, this pearl of wisdom, and and you just kind of add it to to what you have. Yeah. And so that is with your, and you mentioned it before, you have um, PMU Pro, I'm sorry, PMU Circle Pro, and then PMU Circle is a free group. And the Pro is a membership. Go ahead, you tell a little bit about it instead of me fumbling over it. Uh, Yeah, so it's an online membership. Um, One of my main goals actually with the circle was community and support. Uh, Because when I joined the PMU industry, it was quite a lonely place. A lot of people on the forums wasn't as open as they are now. Nobody wanted to help you. And if I had one little question, I had to go and pay a thousand pounds for another masterclass. So a big thing that I wanted was to try and just bring everyone together, support offer more support um, and everyone just be a bit more open and friendly in the industry. Um, We've definitely achieved that. We've got an amazing support network there now. And then we do educational modules every month. So we try and mix it up. I bring in different artists because I think it's really important to learn from different people because everybody does work differently. Everyone's got their own techniques. So we have lots of guest artists come in. um, And yeah, we try and cover all different areas of PMU, but also business. We've had a little marketing module in there. We've had a copywriting module. Um, So the whole kind of, being a PMU artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. And so is that like your baby now? That's your passion. That's, you say, yeah. that's your baby. Yeah. And then you, that's what I always say too, with my, I say my permanent makeup business and my beauty business, that's like my teenager. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, you know, it needs some, some care and so forth, but my marketing, even though this has been three years now, Um, It's still my baby, you know, it's still, you know, because online is so different than having a brick and mortar business or like two completely, yeah, completely different. So, all right. So then any inspirational words that you would leave for the artists, the beauty, you know, therapists and, and beauty professionals out there, like anything that you want to share with them? Talk about put me on the spot, April. <laughs> oh, that's not. Oh, I thought the other one would be more on this spot. <laughs> yes, now you have to think of something truly brilliant, monumental. No, no, anything. Um, I would just say never stop learning, never stop kind of improving, always looking at your work, looking at how you can do better. 
And just don't ever give up. Permanent makeup is a tough one. Um, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, and even seven years in, I'm still faced with challenges when it comes to clients. So just have that confidence to keep kind of pushing forward and just know that not every treatment is going to be a perfect treatment and accept that. Yes, that's so good. The reason it it is challenging, and that's the reason we can also charge more because it is, like we said, that skill, that art, that science. You know, if it was something easier, then we wouldn't be able to, you know, command those higher price tags for it, right? The fact that we reinvest ourselves constantly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely yeah. don't undersell yourself. Yeah. And it definitely, it keeps you challenged. Like it's like you said at the beginning, like it, there's always something to learn and you're always growing. So um, we, as humans, we have that need to feel like we're always growing. So that's the good thing. Yeah. It never ends. I don't think you'll yeah. ever get to the point where you know it all in PMU. <laughs> yes. But it does get easier. It definitely gets easier. Definitely. It definitely and it just gets experience. I just don't think there is like a, a little sideway or a faster route. It is just experience. Get your hands on as many clients as you can. Yes, for sure. I remember when I first had, I have twin girls and I just, I couldn't even think. Like I was just like, I would think to myself, like, did I shower today? I don't know. <laughs> Literally that first year was like a blur and parents, you know, other moms of twins would say to me, like, it gets easier. And I was like, really? When? (laughs) When? I would just like burst into tears, like, thank you for telling me, but when is it? You know, (laughs) but it does once you're over the hump and, um, but be kind to yourself, right? Yeah, definitely. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. So good. So I love all of this. Thank you for being so open and sharing. Where can they find you? Where can they get in touch with you? Any promotions, things that are coming up that you want to talk about? So on social medias, my Instagram is just at Layla Hinchin. Or you can have, if you're interested in the PMU Circle, it's at the PMU Circle and same on Facebook. And they're welcome to come and join the open group on Facebook, the PMU Circle. It's such a friendly, supportive group. It's an amazing place to be online. And we have now um, actually just opened access to the PMU Circle Pro. So the application process is open. And we also done a little lockdown treat last month where we've opened access to all modules so the minute you join you have instant access to everything on there whereas we used to do it a module a month was released on your account so yeah instant access how long will that be going on we're going to keep that now permanently oh okay good because I was like I don't know when this is going to come out so I just want to make sure we're going to keep it so people can just dive straight into the modules that they want but we will continue adding a new module every month at the same time it's a lot that's a lot of it's a lot of goodness (laughs) I know from the other side I'm like woo, girl you do it good job I enjoy it (laughs) yes yes awesome guys so you can reach out to Layla and thank you so much and let us know you can Take a screenshot of this. If you're listening on your podcast, podcast player, whatever, take a little picture, tag us on Instagram and let her know that you enjoyed this episode or reach out to her personally. Thanks guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. 
And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.